The following message is brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. To learn more about the Ezra Institute's mission to advance the Lordship of Christ, please visit www.ezrainstitute.ca. The culture war is back, and uh, back in the studio with us. After last week, he made uh, such an impression, we've invited him back. The Reverend Joe Boot, senior pastor at the Westminster Chapel in Toronto. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, John. Good to be back. And we're joined on the line this morning by Greta Vosper, minister at the West Hill United Church and founder of the Center for Progressive Christianity. Good morning to you, Greta. Good morning, John. Hi there, Joe. Good morning, Greta. Greta, you know, uh, I'm going to pick up on this notion of progressive Christianity because I was sent for a bit of a loop earlier this morning. We were talking to a 15-year-old high school student at a Catholic high school up in Thunder Bay, St. Patrick's, where she was sent home last week. Uh, there were a group of students headed, uh, who had put together an event called a, a pro-life rally, as it were, and uh, so uh, they had stickers or tape on the fronts of their shirts that said, Life, and uh, she decided that she would express her own viewpoint on the matter of abortion, and uh, she put choice on a green sticker. Her name is Alexandria Zeglet, and uh, I had an occasion to speak to her earlier this morning about uh, what she was doing, what her notion was, or uh, what she hoped to accomplish, and exactly uh, what this all engendered in terms of feedback or fallout. Um, I've gotten a lot of positive feedback from like a lot of adults and whatnot. Um, there have been some negative, but... what kind, What's the tone of the negative, and from whom? Um, just from, like, I guess random people commenting on certain things, just saying that, like, if I don't like it to get out of a Catholic school, but I am Catholic, to say the least, like, I'm Catholic, and I have a choice, I can be both. Can you, Greta Vosper, I mean, I don't understand the notion, progressive Christianity, I thought one of the tenets of the Catholic faith, anyway, was, uh, you know, it's doctrinal, abortion is wrong, can you still have that view and be in good standing with the faith? Well, I don't know about the being in good standing with the faith, but there are many, many Catholics who have a variety of opinions that differ from what the Vatican has said is the ultimate truth and the, and the only correct moral choice, and that goes to questions on um, abortion, questions on the ordination of women, questions on uh, sexual relationships between people who, uh, who are homosexual. Uh, the, the Vatican comes up with a variety of different um, perspectives on those, all grounded, they argue, in a biblical witness. Um, my argument, and that, that many progressives hold, is that the Bible is a human document, and so it needs to be critiqued with the very best of our own moral reasoning. And over the course of centuries, uh, we have brought our moral reasoning to it and have determined that much that is in the Bible is no longer appropriate. And so we step away from that. And I, I believe it's time for the Catholic Church to step away from a number of things. Uh, abortion, uh, their, their stand on abortion is one of them. Um, uh, contraceptives, uh, the ordination of women, as I mentioned before, there are many that they they privilege particular texts that they want to put forward uh, and don't bother to hold up other texts that they recognize now are no longer morally acceptable. So you would uh, support this young lady in terms of her subversive statement here that she's made at this uh, pro-life day? 
Absolutely. I think that education is all about teaching our children to make choices, to uh, discern what they believe is true, and to offer that to the world around them, including those uh, who they are in dissent with, uh, those whose, whose opinions they don't agree with. And if our education systems uh, are, are being used to stifle dissent, then I think that's a very inappropriate use. Do you think the school was right to send her home? No, I don't think the school is right to send her home. I think that when our children have courage and speak out when when things are happening that they believe are inappropriate or or that they object to, I think that they have in the school there should be an opportunity for them to express dissent in a respectful way, and I believe that she was doing so in a very respectful way. All right, way. let me get to the Reverend Joe Boot. Same series of questions. Joe, you've had a chance to ponder Greta's take on the matter, as uh, she had every right to do so. Uh, in fact, Greta might even uh, offer kudos to the young girl for uh, going after the doctrine, the faith of the Catholic Church. Well, you know, John, the thing is, this all sounds very charming, and uh, it uh, obviously puts anybody who opposes the opinions of a 10th grader, you know, expressing her opinion, saying anything against that makes you sound like a villain. But uh, the bottom line is, um, this: the problem here, Greta's identified the first aspect of it, is authority. What is the moral authority by which we make these kind of decisions? She denies that scripture is. I say that uh, you cannot have Christianity, true Christianity anyway, without the moral authority of God, which is represented to us in uh, in scripture. Now, you, you wouldn't say that you can be a communist uh, and at the same time believe in the free market. Neither could you say you could be a capitalist and believe in the forcible redistribution of people's holdings, because those are fundamentally contradictory ideas. Now, how is it possible, therefore, that you can condone, as a Christian, the murder, the taking the life of unborn children, and call that a form of Christianity? Now, whatever Greta wants to call it, uh, it isn't the Christian faith. You know, progressive Christianity is not Christianity. Just call it something else, but it isn't the Christian faith. Uh, Catholic teaching is clear on this matter. I'm not a Roman Catholic, as you know, but uh, the Christian teaching is clear on this. The Bible is abundantly clear on this. And I don't believe that uh, we have the moral authority to revise and update uh, the the Christian faith or God's authority as represented to us in Christ and and in Scripture. Uh, Given the choice between Jesus, it's it's Christ every time. I got it. And so, uh, by the way, we don't pick on a young girl because just, I guess, you feel she's seriously misguided. Yeah, she's got, she's been misled by her parents. And the idea, I mean, Greta says, you know, the purpose of education is to encourage kids to make choices. No, it isn't. It's to help children make the right choices. Just making a choice, uh, you know, the existentialists uh, pointed this out very well. You know, if if there's no meaning in anything, sure, stare at the abyss and make a choice. But that's not what the Christian faith teaches, is that we're to guide people's choices in terms of something meaningful, purposeful, in terms of authority greater than ourselves. Well, all right. Now, this young girl was sent home for the day, but she's back in good standing and back in school. But uh, has she betrayed, let's say, uh, or maybe uh, undermined her own legitimacy to be at that school? Well, you know, she's she's been put under a brief bit of school discipline. She had her sticker on. Uh, you know, she wasn't arrested like pro-lifers were at York University and deported in a van to the police station. Uh, she was uh, she was sent home 
uh, and because other students were becoming abusive towards teachers because of it and so on. She was asked to, t to remove the sticker. She didn't. And uh, so she was asked to go home. She's back at school today. You know, that's uh, discipline. Children need discipline, John. All right, let's see how the folks feel about it. I'm going to open the lines. Greta Vosper is on the line. She's a minister of the West Hill United Church and founder of the Center for Progressive Christianity, a term that uh, the Reverend Joe Boot, senior pastor at the Westminster Chapel here in Toronto, takes umbrage with, uh, doesn't believe, he almost feels that in a, of itself is an oxymoron, but uh, we can debate that, but we're talking about this girl, and uh, I bring it up because, you know, she's obviously got a very, dare I say, progressive attitude for a Catholic, feels she's a Catholic in good standing, yet uh, made a protest at her school in Thunder Bay last week that talked about choice. Uh, seems to be oxymoronic as well. Tony, what's your take on Mississauga? Number one, uh, did the, the girl go about this the right way, and uh, is she still a Catholic in good standing? Absolutely. She's got the right to say what she wants to say. Uh... Basically, Jesus was a rebel. Uh, during his day, he wanted to say what he wanted to say. So, you know, basically, uh, you know, it, it's it's kind of like ironic when when you think about priests and pedophilia. Like, uh, how are they still priests? And the Catholic Church knew about it. Well, all right, I'm not sure that's the issue we're addressing here. Come on, it's exactly. Well, all right. So, what you're saying is, uh, how can you be Catholic? And, and, and wear a ribbon. Well, no, all right, your point is well taken. I mean, your point is well taken, but if that's what you're going to use as the cudgel so that everybody can, you know, uh, break the rules of the church and therefore we forgive them because it's happening with a certain select number of priests, I understand, but look, uh, you know, Joe Boot, if you wanted to weigh in, I mean, or I can dismiss it quickly by saying the church has tried to address this. Benedict has been pretty hardcore on it of late, and uh, yeah. you don't believe that. No, absolutely not. Why? You think it just all... All right, so you've... Just stepped under the rug. Come on. Give your head a shake. You know what's going down. Well, it no, will be, I... This it will is the first century here, no? It will be interesting to see whether or not this girl's action has a ripple effect across uh, Catholic school boards across the province and to see whether or not um, those who support a choice position uh, are, are have, because of her actions, are able to express that position within their own schools. And, and if they were to do that, it would be very interesting to see what the Catholic school boards across the province would do, whether they would try to act in, in the same assertive way that the school board in Thunder Bay did and, and, uh, and say that it's just not acceptable for someone within the Catholic school, school board to voice opinions that are against uh, Catholicism, or whether they will actually hear what some of the younger generation is saying to them, a uh, generation whose experience uh, in the world and whose understanding of, of of life is very different than that understanding. That, that All right, well, we, we can ask that question. Greta, years ago. what should the response be from the Catholic school board? Should they allow for more dissenting opinion, or should they try to stifle it? The other point, of course, I don't want to leave without actually addressing the caller's point that, you know, the heinous acts of X number of priests somehow means we throw the baby out with the bathwater. It disqualifies every tenet of this particular faith. I think that's a gross uh, disservice. I yeah. think that religious institutions uh, would do well to listen to the dissent that's coming toward them from within, that's coming from within their own uh, organization, from the people who adhere to the faith, and to and to respond to that. Uh, religion has always 
only responded to information coming at it from the outside. Well, redefine the Christian the faith based on the opinion of a 10th grader, Greta, is that no, what you're saying? No, not based on the opinion of a 10th grader, based on the opinion of a lot of people who have had an experience uh, in this area and in a multitude of areas that the Catholic Church continues to express dissent on. Joe, there are many things in the Bible and in the biblical witness that, although you, you call God the moral authority and that God speaks through the text, there are many things in those texts that you do not hold to. So how do you decide which ones are the ones that have the authority of God behind them and which ones don't? It's a pick well, and mix. Well, no, it's not, a pick, it's not a pick and mix. We could have that debate, Greta, whether we've got time for a theological discussion about how the uh, witness of Scripture uh, confirms itself. Jesus says very clearly in Matthew 5 in the Sermon on the Mount, which many people know of, that he has not come to destroy the law or the prophets, but to fulfill them and put them into force. So I don't accept the view of, e of liberal Protestantism either that there is any uh, review or updating of the ethics of uh, of the Bible in so the in so the ministry of Christ. So All right, no hang on, a, hang on a second, Greta. We'll communion. All right, we'll come back with your thought in a moment, Greta. Hang on just a moment. Oakley Show continues with the Culture Warriors, Joe Boot and Greta Vosper. And your thoughts, 870-6400, star 640 on cell. All right, we're back with the Culture Warriors, the Reverend Joe Boot and Greta Vosper on the line this morning, the minister of the West Hill United Church, and we're talking about this 15-year-old teen in Thunder Bay that was on the program earlier this morning, Alexandria Zeglet, uh, during a pro-life rally at her Catholic school in Thunder Bay, uh, wore a, a sticker on her shirt that said choice. She was asked to leave or at least sent home for a day. She's back. She considers herself a Catholic in good standing, even though it seems uh, her position on this issue of uh, abortion is antithetical to the teachings of the school and the, the faith. Uh, the question now is whether or not she did the right thing in that context or were they right uh, to tell her to go home, remove the thing, being subversive to Catholic values. Uh, how far do we start reinterpreting uh, what the tenets of the faith are? Uh, we've got Joe Boot with us, as I say, in the studio. Greta Vosper is on the line, and I'm grabbing Matt's call next. Go ahead, Matt. You're on the Oakley Show. Yeah, hi. I like to say, John is right, and uh, sorry, John is wrong, Greta's wrong, and I'll tell you why. As long as the Catholic schools are publicly funded in Ontario, as long as Jewish, Muslim, Hindus, and Sikhs are funding those opinions of those people speaking, they have every right to say whatever they want. The Catholic schools have no authority whatsoever to tell that student to leave the school. Second, um, you know, all these people who are saying they're pro-choice, they're not really pro-choice. What Greta's really saying, I doubt that she would abort a baby in the third trimester. She's no different than somebody who's saying that a baby's conceived the day after they're born. She's just as hypocritical as all the other pro-choicers who wouldn't do it after the second or third trimester. All right, but well, let's just uh, stay with the school idea and whether or not you feel that because you're taking public tax dollars, you're welcome to say whatever you want, and uh, even if it is, again, the faith. Joe Boot, any uh, merit to that argument? Well, there is some. The, the, the liberals have been browbeating uh, uh, religious institutions with this for some time. It wasn't until the end of the 19th century that the state took over in the area of education. It was previously all done through the churches and funded by the church. And, uh, and it began Christian, of course. Uh, Egerton Ryerson, who wrote the first curriculum of the, uh, the, the state schools in, in this country, even in the non-Catholic non system. So the question was never, would education in this country be Christian? It was, could the different denominations have independent schools? Progressively, certainly through the 60s and 70s, finally Christianity was uh, ousted. And so the, this issue of the funding of the school 
has been used to say, well, you can no longer even teach a, dis- a Christian distinctive at all. You have to be- go with the religious premise of our, our, our uh, state today, which is humanism. So there is some uh, merit in the end. I think this is a weakness of the Catholic system is that it's publicly funded. It does weaken its position. Um, and uh, uh, in the end, private uh, Christian education is... Uh, is the way to go if you want a, a degree of freedom on this issue today. But having said that, the Catholics have, have had this historic privilege in, in Canada of their own independent schools, uh, and I don't see why until their funding is withdrawn by the state that they cannot continue to have Catholic distinctives. That's their right and privilege. All right. You know, I do have only a few moments, so I wanted to turn to a couple of other, other items before us and... Uh Greta, so uh, bear with me here, but uh, I don't know if you heard the story. Uh, Jason Kenney is the immigration minister. They've come out with a new guide for immigrants, and uh, he, in the uh, guide, stipulated that barbaric practices like genital mutilation and honor killings will not be tolerated in Canada. And Justin Trudeau, the liberal immigration critic, was all over this document saying uh, it should be more, uh, let's say, uh, neutral in its language for a government document than... stress that something is barbaric. Uh, do you think there's anything wrong with suggesting these are barbaric practices? Well, it's interesting. I, 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 when I saw that article, I was thinking, what, what if we put religious in place of the word barbaric? Because most of those things that are identified there are practices that are maintained within religious traditions. So if we were to say that, that uh, religious traditions that that desecrate the human body or or somehow uh, deny rights, that those are barbaric or absolutely unacceptable, as Justin Trudeau might uh, prefer, uh, that might actually bring the point home. I think that what we're trying to... Well, that would, that would lead to uh, certain uh, time-honored traditions within the Jewish, Jewish faith as being considered unacceptable. So because they're already happening here, because we already have different levels of law within the Jewish community, uh, does that make it right because it was set up? Or how do, we, how do we move toward a place where people have access to the laws of the land and they don't have to disentangle themselves from religious laws that, that prescribed other things that would be unacceptable in other communities? It's a very difficult situation, very difficult question. I'm glad that, that the government chose to put a recognition of the rights of, of the LGBTQ community in, in the document, of rights that had not been identified in the previous mock-up of it. So that is definitely helpful. But I, but I think that we have to find a way that we can speak about these things uh, with language that addresses the horrific nature of them uh, and not shy away from, from some of the challenges that that language will bring to us. All right, uh, Joe Boot, I'm almost out of time. I'll give you a last word on this. The word barbaric is very specific as opposed to Justin Trudeau's preference, absolutely unacceptable. He thinks that's a better phrase to use than barbaric description. Well, I think Greta's given us a beautiful illustration there of the the convoluted, mushy-mindedness of liberalism that doesn't know where to come down on any issue. Uh, the the fact remains that barbaric actually means, uh, from barbarian, rootless. Um, and uh, what we're talking about, really, in these honor killings is um, based on a shame culture, is killing, murder. It's wrong. It's evil. It's not just unacceptable. That's the therapeutic language of the liberal. Uh, at the same time, you have to have some sympathy with the 
uh, immigrant communities coming into this country who are coming into a context where every idea has supposedly got an equal uh, place at the table. I mean, we've changed our minds since 1969 on uh, homosexuality, abortion, killing the elderly, prostitution, pornography. Forty years, a generation, John, we've changed that. We've moved back to a homoerotic culture of ancient uh, Greece and Rome. We've said that now we can just kill the unborn. 1969, those things were decriminalized. So my parents' generation grew up in a context where those things were considered criminal offenses. We've changed our minds so radically on these issues. Why should an immigrant coming in here not think that, well, if it's just unacceptable now, in 20 years it might not be unacceptable if there's enough of us agitating and putting our perspective across. The, they're unwilling to say, these politicians, this is right, this is wrong, this is good, this is evil, this is just, this is unjust, because we are the rootless ones. We're the barbarians. All right, so you want the language to be unequivocal as it is with the word barbaric, so you support Jason Kenney in uh, being emphatic by putting that uh, particular descriptive in uh, or descriptor inside the uh, new document for immigrants. Guys, wish we had more time, but uh, we'll have to save it for another occasion. The Reverend Joe Boot is senior pastor at the Westminster Chapel here in Toronto, and Greta Vosper, minister at the West Hill United Church. Thank you for listening to this message brought to you by the Ezra Institute for Contemporary Christianity. Please feel free to share it with friends, but do not charge for or alter the material in any way without the express written consent of the EICC. Thank you.